I am RJ Kozane with PGH Art Talk with pghmuseums.org. This is the first time we've done any of the kind of like pandemic art talks. So I am here with Aaron Jack. Thank you so much for being the uh, test subject for these and for coming on Thank the show. Thank you for having me be the test subject. I'm so excited to, uh, to be here, the first one uh, as part of your COVID quarantine uh, art talks. Yes, for sure. And I am uh, elated to have you on the show. So as I was going through, you're in so many different facets of art. You do right now specifically line work, but you've done, I don't even know where to start. You've designed so many things from like wood and 3D printing and a bunch of photography. Uh, you've come from my gig by doing art talks recently on Instagram. So look out for the lawsuit coming soon. Just kidding, but you've been everywhere and I don't like, how would you describe yourself first of all as an artist as someone who has no idea who Aaron Jack is? Well, I, I think it's a constantly changing thing as each of us are, are constantly changing entity as we evolve and change ourselves. I, I just did an art talk earlier today. And the one thing that I talked about with this guest, uh, because then I'm the one interviewing, so it's really interesting it being turned around here, which I love. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love I love that it goes in both directions. I, I think that change is the only thing that's inevitable um, within our lives and probably taxes and, you know, stuff like that. But um, But change is inevitable in our lives. So I feel like that's who I am as an artist. And that's what I have to give as an artist is the change that I perceive in the world and the change that I perceive in myself. Uh, we should, I guess, just start with the Instagrams because you, first of all, have so many monikers on Instagram. I don't even know where to catch them all. Uh, what are they? So, Ooh, um, Do I've you got a know couple. all of them? Yeah, I, I, well, I know most of them. And then I just like, I don't know, I got into it. And because, so my main one right now is my Aaron Jack line art. Um, that's my main one, my, for right now, uh, my, the main one that I've been going off of for years is Aaron Jack and Dot Photography. Um, and then I have a couple others that are into like my dance photography work and my music photography work, but that's kind of like more specific, uh, to those things. So those, those are my two main ones. And, oh, and I, and right now I'm bringing back. I am Aaron Jack, so. Okay. I don't think I found that one yet, so I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> it just, it's just being reborn. So, you know, some of these I, I worked with for a while and then I bring them back. Just, you know, it's different, different ways to connect with people and different things, um, different aspects of myself. So that, it, it gives me more freedom, I feel like, to, you know, branch out and to reach into new ways because I was so embedded into the photography for so long and um, and I felt kind of constrained by, oh, that's who I am. And so just starting off with my uh, line art account again, like, because I've been working on that series, um, it started off with just uh, like line art work 
and now it's expanded like far beyond that. So it's kind of like online, really. <laughs> it's really Aaron Jack online. <laughs> that is a really good way to spin that. <laughs> Uh, and with the Aaron Jack line art, so right now, since we're focused on the Instagram, you're doing two things, really three things over there that are like big into the forefront. Your line art, first of all, which is most important. Uh, the artist talks where you're bringing an artist on and doing what we're doing right here. And you have a, a music and paint series as well. Has those, have those two things where you're bringing people on to collaborate all started because of like the pandemics? I noticed most of them are recent. Or is, is it something that's been like festering that you wanted to do for a while to branch out and collaborate in those different kind of forms? The, well, let's start, let's start off with the interviews. I've been doing interviews. I've been interviewing people for years with my video work. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of that was with Richie Cole, who recently passed away. I um, saw that and I am sorry to hear that too. Yeah, it's been really, a really challenging time uh, for that as well because I've been documenting his life and documenting what he's talked about and we've gone on tour through Vegas and you know it, it's just so the world gets very interconnected very quickly um, so so I was doing all that and I was always on the other side of the camera just you know doing the filming part and asking the questions from the other side of the camera and not really on the camera. And I feel like I learned a lot from watching people be on the other side of the camera by talking and all of that. And I'd be setting up the lighting, be setting up the cameras, all of that. And I, I guess this whole thing, it, it just gave me the thing I needed to break out from the one side of the camera and you know, and have that like interaction, that change up of what I'd learned over the past bunch of years from watching all the interviews. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'll be, I'll be on the camera as well. And then the music and paint thing came about um, because I know about this thing called the Jam Nation. It's out of LA. Mm -hmm. And basically they were meeting up every week and they just jam out and play all um, non-covers and a lot of improvisational stuff and they started with Instagram live where they had one person host and then brought on different musicians kind of like an open mic night yeah but because of the format of Instagram live it's not just like oh hey I'm up in front of a bunch of people it's you you're inside this box so I was like oh while the one person's jamming I could paint and so I started doing that and I was like oh I could just have my own music and paint thing so that's kind that's kind of how i shifted and because i was uh painting this whole series of portraits uh right as this covid uh pandemic started i um i just realized like i could shift into the abstract and feel more free so a lot of this is um as I talked about earlier, that change, that ability to feel free and just like expand and try new things. We bring that up. I bring that up so much with all of the artists that have been on the show so far. It's like, you mentioned like being in photography and feeling like that is kind of like sucking you into this box. And it seems like there's always some kind of box that artists are trying to be shoved into, whether it's like doing it yourself or the people who are seeing what you're doing. And 
what I'm learning is, and I didn't even realize this as much as like how free you can be and that you don't have to define yourself by like one specific subject, even when it comes to line art. So now you are online art and you're doing all of these things with that account. And it's, it's like, nothing is defining you. It's just like, here's Aaron Jack. Here's what I have to offer to the world creatively. And take it or leave it basically <laughs> and regardless like you're experimenting and you're finding like different ways constantly and it's an evolution that uh i think mimics life really i don't think art gets enough credit <laughs> for <laughs> imitating what we go through as human beings so that's that's all very well put and i do want to get to all of that because you've been involved in so many facets of art but first i do want to go to what is current and you have an exhibition in this insane time right now at the uh, the Soap Gallery, which is in Youngstown, Ohio. You're on it. You're, you're so <laughs> on it. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> I try. I try to do my research here. Uh, first of all, I'm so on it that I Googled for the Pittsburghers who are watching this. Youngstown is an hour away. You can make this drive if you feel safe and free to. Um, it is called Carbon Connection, and there is an opening event. You may have heard of it called Inc. And before I dive into it, I want to hear it in your words, like how how did this all come about? So, because I was working with the music and paint series, um, I started thinking about okay, what are uh, what are other people that I could collaborate with? I'm working with all these musicians. I started working with musicians in Mumbai, and it, you know, I now worked with musicians in Italy, in LA, in Pittsburgh, um, Binghamton, New York, all, all over. Um, I just have like, I've worked with so many musicians on this, but I, I started to like question like, oh, what could be in the second screen? It became this like question of like, I'm painting, I'm then painting with myself, I'm painting with others. What, um, what could I do with other people to collaborate and to create. So I thought it'd be really cool to, one of the ideas was to create with a chef and uh, Rasul, the Ronin chef, uh, popped up on my Facebook feed. I was like, oh, that's interesting. We had, we've um, been friends or whatever since 2005, so 15 years now, which is more, you know, <laughs> as time rolls on, but, 15 years we've been we've known each other so he popped up and he was a photographer you know i'm a photographer and so now he's doing this whole thing with being a chef i was like sweet i was like boop 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 boop, boop. um that now yeah that, that's 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 how i that's how i boop 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 <laughs> that's how i do it um i i make the sounds while i type that's i do too <laughs> it's so important. So I, I reached out to him and he, and he said, give me a, you know, a week, uh, some time. And he came back and he brought a team. He brought his like project manager, social media person. He brought the gallery and he said, I'm going to, you know, I'm not just going to collaborate with you, you know, and like do my thing. He's like, I'm going to make you ink. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Yes, that is very cool. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't expect the collaboration to go that deep. <laughs> right. I, I guess that's really where it is, is not knowing where it's going to go, where the collaboration's going to go. 
and be willing to take it there. Yeah. He's in Cleveland, I'm in Pittsburgh, and I'm and he's shipping them and I'm opening them up and he's making them on Instagram Live and shipping them. So it was like really cool just like getting to work with him and see that collaboration grow um, and being able to see where he's at and his experimentation with his food and see how like that inspires me to then experiment with my art, you know, my art in different ways yeah. and his art and see the relational dip, you know, the, um, how they align. And so then he brought in this gallery, the soap gallery, and then it turned from me painting on the loading docks to then I'm going to be putting up a couple pieces to then I'm going to be having a solo show. And then it's now it's, I'm having a full solo show for a month and it's just all very interesting. And we live in interesting times. <laughs> we do for sure. And before we get to those kind of times, I just want to say, first of all, art, and food, food does not get enough credit for being an art form. Like if I have friends whose eyes are glazing over because I'm starting to talk music production and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, related to food, and it's like, okay, they're brought back because everyone gets it. And even if you're doing something like to a science, I don't know how this ink world works, but if you're baking, uh, it, the science of baking is still like an art form in and of itself. So this collaboration, that is what like struck me and grabbed me in the first place. And the fact that it's meshed so well between the two of you is, uh, it even heightens it for me. So that's, that's great. And the ink, I was looking it up. I don't know if I got it right. I saw that he, uh, Russell Welsh is using edible sumi ink. Well, so it's so then we took it a step farther where he's not only making me ink, is where he's also taking a lot of those same ingredients and he then made a sauce like a Japanese sauce. Okay, so this is a Japanese ink traditionally, and then he went and took those same like a lot of the same ingredients, not all of those ingredients, but a lot of them, and he then made a sauce out of them. So the, at the opening event, um, which happened like two weeks ago, yeah. hopefully we'll be doing more and bringing it to Pittsburgh and however else. I so, hope so. Right? So if anybody knows a gallery who wants to experiment with this, we've got a thing for you. Uh, <laughs> we've got a thing or a museum or anybody that wants to, you know, hang some work and have an interest and have like an innovative concept to be brought to you. A socially um, responsible venue. Yeah. This is how this is being built. Right. No, this is this is the socially responsible and um, just responsible for like what's happening in the world. So he made kits, right? He made uh, meal kits that people picked up at the gallery and then people took them home and made them themselves, like or finished them themselves with a Zoom link. So people came back online, so they got to see the art in person and then bring, pick up the meal kit, get to meet him, you know, learn about it, and then finish the meal online. So it's like a tiny little bit of cooking class, a plating thing. And it would um, be him too on the Zoom, like giving the stuff yeah. instructions, right? Right, so it kind of like gave this like multi-layered approach to how art and food could be combined and also be uh, responsible in this time because we had appointments so people 
picked it up during these periods of time to see the show, to pick up the food. And it, it just became a way for people to see the show as well as have a have like an amazing gourmet meal. Please check their Facebook beforehand and uh, make sure you can go. Um, I did see something about tickets too. Are, are we still doing like the meal kit thing in the Zoom link or is it just your artwork that's up right now? So right now it's just artwork. Um, that's that's what it is for now. You know, things might change. Check the Facebook event. Yes. Check the check it every day. Yeah, check, check check the Facebook event before you come. Uh, right now, the plan is that I'll be there the next two Saturdays and Sundays. Um, so I don't know when this is going to go live, but I'll be there through August second on the weekends, basically. And there is a link in the Facebook description, which I'm sure you can link to. Yeah. Um, yeah that will have uh I, I set up a thing online so you can book like appointments so that way i can make sure that there's only so many people in the gallery at a time okay very nice and when they get to the gallery what kind of artwork from you can they expect to see inside like is there any specific premise that the line work is or is it all experimentation what do we got this idea of carbon connection that's really what the what the work is about is that I've found a way through this online uh, to connect with others, and I, I think that's what really what we have with a physically distant wor distant world. How do we connect with others? And that's really what this work comes to explore is how we can have these connections with, say, music, with art, with whatever it is you know, we're not on top of it. We're not, we don't necessarily need to be inside of it, but how we can have an authentic, real relationship with it, with whoever's on the other side of the screen, whatever we're hearing, and that practice of coming into connection with each other and with what we're making. So for me, there's all of this work that's, exploring how to connect to others where i'm taking the music and bringing that into a visual art and i'm doing this live so then a lot of the musicians are then taking i, le I learned this from sumi who i did this collaboration with in uh she's in mumbai i'm in pittsburgh mm -hmm. and she was doing a sound healing thing she does the ayurvedic sound um healing work and so she's doing her thing from India and I'm doing my thing in Pittsburgh. And she talked about this idea of a figurative energy is how to create it so that we're giving and receiving. And I tr I've tried to incorporate those ideas into my work. So it becomes part of the flow. So this art that's being seen is part of this, flow of energy through the end of the month through august 2nd you said is there going to be like through a closing or is that kind of like the last day how does it work and so this this whole time has been very strange and you never know things can change at any point in time and that's why i highly suggest like checking out my instagram on aaron jack Lineart, and i'll be updating that and the facebook event so and feel free to dm me if you have any questions but it it's really just like come in and explore that art and I'll be there. And if I'm not there, 
then uh, then one of the co-owners of the gallery will be there and you can take half an hour you know to look through and if there's more time feel free there's also um, a parking lot uh, right outside like a large open parking lot that anyone is you know free to come create and play music or whatever and uh, hang out outside so there's there's a social there's a physically distant space outside so you can hang out you can talk to people but also come in and see the art so there's kind of like this connection and also there's so much beauty around Youngstown I want to say that like Youngstown there's so much um, natural beauty right around there so there's some beautiful parks uh, Mill Creek Park I've heard is beautiful so it's only an hour away from Pittsburgh, about. Only an hour. Make a day trip out of it. Do only something. A, yeah, exactly. Well, it's, like, it's a day. It's kind of like, you know, a little, tri it's a little trip out of the city. Get out of the city <laughs> and see something new and explore some art. And I, I must have like 100 pieces up there. That's a lot of pieces to go see. So everyone should definitely check that out. Uh, Youngstown, Ohio is called the Soap Gallery, and it's up through uh, August 2nd. And getting far away from that, but not really line art. I want to stay on that subject because we're there. We're in it with this exhibition. Uh, I was scrolling through the Instagram, and I've seen you do kind of like abstract stuff sometimes. And then you also have the 100 portrait challenge that you were doing. How is that coming along? And was that self-appointed or did someone challenge you? No, I challenged myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the distinction's like the societal pressure whenever someone's like, you have to do 100 portraits. Like, no, but let no. me do a song a day myself. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think sometimes the challenges are just to start it and continue to do something every day and put it out there. That's really um just challenging myself to make a lot of portraits and put one out a day for a while was really what it's about um for me it was reconnecting it was creating pieces that were about wonderful people who i had met in uh through my trip through my multi-month trip through san francisco down to la and just the beautiful smiles that they had within themselves and they brought inside of myself. So bringing that photography back into painting, I found a new way to connect with people, um, new way to connect with my own work as well as connect with people. So like who are out there beyond my physical space. I definitely see that in the line work, uh, especially with the abstractions now that you kind of explain it, like kind of like going through and seeing how can you still connect even though another person is not necessarily in the next room as you. I know you'd ask me about the Fringe Fest Gallery. Um, yes. Uh, Fringe, it was uh, one of the Pittsburgh events that happened uh, digitally, I think, this year. And, yeah. Uh, I mentioned that in an email to Aaron. I was just like, what did you do here? And uh, I saw that you did some curatorial work, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll explain that. So Fringe is the largest arts festival in the world, like mostly performing arts. Yeah. Um, and they, the biggest one is in Edinburgh. And we have, in Pittsburgh, we're very lucky, we have Dr. Fringe, Shayla. Um, she got her doctorate in Fringe Fest. And so she runs the Pittsburgh Fringe Fest now. I think it's year number five or something like that, five or six. Mm -hmm. And 
because of this whole thing, it went online. So we, we talked about it and then I ended up creating a virtual gallery and curated a bunch of different, maybe I think eight different visual artists and a couple performers to be in that space and then created talks around it. Um, so connecting with the artists, getting their work, putting it up, I thought it was really cool. But then I was like, oh, what did I really enjoy from this? From all, which I really enjoyed the curatorial process and I'm going to probably be going back into that very soon. Uh, it's always nice to put together like a group of work. And yes, right. Because then it's like, oh, I see all this together and it's like a virtual space. So you're like yeah. going through. So it, it's really cool seeing like, oh, here's like all the cool art that I'm experiencing and here are the cool people and how can I connect to them and how can I show their work and show them with other people, share, share their work and their ideas with others. You see a lot of like incubation periods and ways that artists are reaching out where you necessarily like haven't before. Um, especially the more like nuanced areas, like something like Pittsburgh French Fest, where I would be like, oh no, what's going to happen to all those artists who are probably reaching out for emergency funds, trying to figure out like what they're going to do at this point. Um, so it is nice that you see the, you kind of get like the corporate side of things like pushed away for a little bit and then you see what the creative people can really do and that we can still bring together communities and just put things together as if we would any other way. So I, I really like the connectivity of that and uh, speaking with someone who is doing it, it's, it's nice that there are people out there who are doing it. And it's, it's great, yeah. Well, I think that's the part for all of us is that we all need to play a part in lifting each other up. We've done a ton of photography work as well as we mentioned in the beginning. I'm just gonna run down this list of where it's been placed. Um, you have been Microsoft, CNN Digital, BBC, NBC News, The Daily Beast, Vice Media, Politico, CBC News, Vox Media, Time. Excuse me. How how did you get into photography? Switching gears completely. That those just some big accomplishments, and uh, we love to hear it from Pittsburgh artists. Well, thank you. Um, so yeah, a lot of those has been actually have been in the last two years. Um, and so what got me into photography? Um, I, I guess photographing as a kid, I went, you know, and going to Chatham day camp and photographing there and center for the arts, um, you know, going to all of their programs and learning in the dark rooms every summer. Um, and then just like expanding that then with Kappa and governor's school. And I just kept going with the photography and kept shooting and working with, you know, came to work with a lot of dancers and musicians and different performing artists. Um, and then point park. And I sell the photos up at the point in the point park dance complex, which you can go check out whenever yes. they're open when, because I have no idea. Um, but I still have photos there uh, that are that are up on some walls, and um, yeah. So I just kept going. You know, it's one of those things with life. Just keep going, 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 shooting, 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 
and um and then recently just a lot of different publications just kept picking up my work and running i was like awesome just keep going <laughs> yeah and is there a certain like approach that you take to photography because you've done so many different facets of it from like commercial to experimental dance uh jazz musicians are really big with you which i love and then uh just like settings and places is it more like uh, i can see with people like okay here's how i'm going to connect through the lens is there like a way that you you approach a specific session like is there one that you think like sticks out like this is concrete like the Aaron Jack way or is it always Aaron all over Jack the way oh <laughs> the Aaron Jack way um I feel like with any situation just working on I'll show you an animation that I did actually yeah. that that might describe it I've been getting into a lot of Zen philosophy for the last few years, um, and in specifically into the work of Paul Reps. Um, and he had this book that he collected a lot of um, Zen cones. Uh, it's called Zen Flesh, Zen Bones, I highly suggest it. Um, Noted. Yes. And one of them, it's about this uh, this academic who comes and he walks and in, walks into the space of a zen teacher and says you know uh teach me about zen you know there's a zen monk sitting there and the academic comes in and he says teach me about zen and the um and the monk he has you know starts to serve tea and he starts pouring the tea and uh and then it starts to overflow and he's like why why is it the academic says why is why is this overflowing and the monk says well you you've got to come in here you know without any of your preconceptions without of your any of your you know previous notions of what this is and so i you know because that's you have to come in here with an empty cup yeah. So I thought about that and just like started to think about that. It's like, that's really what this really is, is how to come into situations with an empty cup, just like without the preconceptions of what this is, what this should be. And really look at like what it could be or not even look, just be open to the experience. And, and, I, and, I, and I think there's a lot more nuance in there, but I like, taking those concepts and finding the physicality in them is kind of like it's an experiment it's kind of like a science experiment in um in the philosophy of it so i went and i like wrote the words in empty cup and then put it and then i was like oh like these words actually fill the cup you know even though you empty the cup even the words themselves feel fill the cup so it's kind of like how to come in even without the words. Yeah, it, coming at any kind of project, whether it's like photography or uh, on my end of things like music or filmmaking, it's, it's always like, it feels daunting until you clear everything out and then there's room for the experimentation or the science experiment that happens. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's definitely words of wisdom with, Aaron Jack for PGH Museums Art Talk. Right? There we yes. go. There's, there's our words. 
You work in all these facets and I'm assuming that it just translates, it does from uh, medium to medium, especially with design work, which we kind of dip into as well. Uh, there's a 29 page document, which I did not read all of, so I'm not fully prepared here, but I saw a, a wooden toy, you've worked with wood uh, to create like a honeycomb type of thing with bees. You've worked with uh, steel and printmakers and um, is any of that in the works? Are we focused more on line art or? You bring up some good points. I appreciate you bringing these up. Um, some, some of my portfolio design work. Um, I, I think there may be some things in the works, but I'm not sure what and where, because it, it always is kind of like, I have all these ideas, they're all floating up there, you know, in these clouds and then- Don't forget them. Yeah. yeah, when they're gone, they're gone. If they're in the clouds, you have to grab them, first of all. I will cut you off to tell you that, but continue. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but for me, they kind of like, they're, they're like swirling up there. And then I'm kind of like waiting for the right ones to be in the right places. And then there's kind of that electricity that comes down and uh, strikes at the right point in the right time. And so... Hopefully, I, you know, I take this from Cardi Brisson, which is also kind of a little Buddhist idea, but he, take, he takes some different inspiration in it. But his, his thing is all about the, uh, you know, the moment, the moment, that, that singular moment that, every, that everything's in perfect alignment. Um, and that's... And that's really what it is with, I think, any of it is finding those times where there's the perfect alignment and that's when you take the picture. I, I have one more that I'd like to share, like how, how, yeah. This one, experimenting, has been amazing because it's kind of put me into a little bit of a, like a directorial role. I talked with Casey, he's the musician, and I was working with Gabby, who's the dancer, and we were talking about some different things. And so for me, that's just like taking my ink work and bringing it into whole new realms of kind of like multimedia. So that's another thing that you'll get to experience in the show is a lot of this multimedia that I've been working on and how, um, how we can go from here's the evidence, here's the analog understanding of this internal perspective to let's start to understand how it exists within uh, a new kind of connection, a new kind of collaboration. Um, how is this carbon uh, really connected to all of these people? And I really started thinking about carbon as that way because of Casey, because of like, I started talking about these different ideas that I was working with, with Rasul. And he really brought that up in a new piece that I'm working on with, um, with him an amazing and an amazing dancer, Natalie um, Lamont. So it's just like being able to like, build that trust more. which is not an easy feat either so the fact that you uh get all these collaborations and they work out so well especially with the carbon connection one is fantastic thank you thank, thank yes. you so much it's it's really it really just like 
it's a matter for me of just like following my inspiration and just being like, oh, I'm excited about this. Like this piece of the last thing excited me. Let me figure out how to like take that on and experience that a new way or try it again. And even if it didn't work, like how can I try it in a slightly different way to make it like do something? So I guess it's kind of like that design side of me, just like wanting to get out and experiment and see what's possible i cannot wait to see whatever comes out of all of that in the future especially with what we've seen here thank you so much for sharing those videos and everything uh just to round out and to make sure everyone knows number one i did my research so it was your birthday last month on the 13th happy birthday and uh, more importantly carbon connection is in youngstown ohio it is an hour drive from pittsburgh make a day trip out of it a, a responsible one and go see it while it is up through the beginning of August. And thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for sharing everything. This is Aaron Jack with the pilot episode of the Social Distance Art Talk with pghmuseums.org. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Thank you for listening to Art Talk from pghmuseums.org. Your host today was RJ Kozane, and the program was edited by me, Brian Crawford. Today's music was Wallpaper by Kevin McLeod and can be found at filmmusic.io. It is licensed through the Creative Commons. Be sure to search PGH Art Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found. PGH Museums is made possible through our members and affiliate museums, such as the Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center, Become a Tornado, make a thunderstorm, be a TV weather forecaster. You can do all of this and more at the interactive Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center, located in the home of Punxsutawney Phil. Learn more at weatherdiscovery.org. We'll catch you in two weeks, right here on Art Talk from pghmuseums.org.